Jake, it's good to be oh. back. Oh, mate, missed it. Missed it. It's been it's been too long. We've had a little, little holiday, little break. Um, Definitely not a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, beautiful. Well, it's not so beautiful, but it's a uh, it's a it's an early December Sunday evening. Oh, where would you rather be? Well, Tel Aviv, uh, <laughs> Helsinki, Vienna, London. There's yeah. plenty of places, mate. Yeah, SOS we... from from Australia. This SOS. is. This is a, like pirate radio or something. We're broad, <laughs> broadcasting from occupied Australia right now. Radio-free Australasia. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, no, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. And yeah, just uh, foreshadowing what we'll be talking about a little later. Reignite Democracy Australia. A cause very close to my heart. Mine too. Uh, yeah. But no, we were just talking before about this new... Uh, I mean, is it fair to call them a pack? Do you reckon parents with questions? A, a pack? Yeah. A, uh, political it, action committee. I, I thought you were just trying to throw around a, a collective noun for a second, but yeah, pack pack works. Um, <laughs> pack, no, <laughs> very Mel Gibson of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I was wondering where you're going um in the uh, in the slurs <laughs> stakes with that one, you know. So um, yeah. Um, the uh, the political action committee parents with questions. Uh. You've just brought this to my attention, and I'm really, uh, really curious to see what your digging has, uh, has come to. Yeah, well, I managed to watch one of these on this website. Um, it's, yeah, you know, action man looking dude staring <laughs> straight down the barrel of the camera, talking about how they're not anti-vax, they're just pro-question. They're, they're pro-question. <laughs> they're, mate, the old jacking off, just asking questions. And uh, we have... Um, we got an absolute menagerie of um, some of the, uh, some real heads, basically. Um, <laughs> this bloke here, Father of Four, um, there's, I don't know, what, what, what did you find? Have you, have you spent a long time going through parents with questions and seeing what, is there any common threads? No, just very cursory. There were a couple of things that I took out of the, the one video that I did watch that I wanted to share with you. I just thought there was some some good questions mm. that came out of it absolutely you know, look if there's anybody that i know that likes pondering questions it's it's you <laughs> um so the as i want to do as you are want to do so the the first thing that he just rattles off is just the, are there any long-term consequences to this stuff uh any answers to that one absolutely absolutely not okay uh he does say though and i thought you'd enjoy this one uh quote there's rabid anti-vax and there's pro-vax but there's nothing in the middle. That does, yeah. Okay, let's let's keep going. So I mean, this is your brain on centrism. This mate. is it. So we've 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 got the, <laughs> with the sensible centrists that are parents with questions. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, he also, uh, you know, wake up, babe. New portmanteau just dropped. Uh, he describes himself as not irrational. Not irrational. Yeah. Not irrational. So uh, irrational or reactionary? I guess or- so. I mean, irrational. he looks like the kind of bloke that doesn't know what a portmanteau is, so I'm not sure if it was, uh, you know, intentional. Um, and so before we really get deeper into this, how did you stumble across Parents with Questions again? Uh, so I was talking to some of my bros on the RDA Telegram. Beautiful, RDA, uh, Reignite Democracy Australia. Exactly, Reignite. Fantastic. Shout out. Reignite, shout Fra- out. Friends of the pod. Oh, Monica Smith, send us some free merch, please. I've been eyeing <laughs> off those pocket constitutions. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so I was just kind of going through the telegram and it was the official RDA that, you know, spruced this new, uh, you know, th- this new website, this new group of people that were just asking questions. 
you know? And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck, it's coming straight from, you know, Monica herself. Straight from the horse's mouth. Oh, thank <laughs> happy, you. Uh, happy spring carnival, everyone. Um, <laughs> summing up, it's the constitution, it's Marbo, it's justice, it's law, it's the vibe, and uh, no, that's it, it's the vibe. Probably talking a bit political. I don't think you're talking political. Here he goes. I'm not smart enough to talk to you all. I already am eating from the trash can all the time. The name of this trash can is ideology. Love my work. Love my work. Well, you, you've been putting together this little profile of Monica, as far as I can tell, as, as we have to take a cursory glance over, over the notes we've got here. Um, and uh, it sounds like, at least over this weekend, she's uh, in a bit of strife with uh, some of the true believers of, the, um, of her, grassroots, uh, her grassroots movement, mate. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, was, I mean, look, you and I still need to watch that video, considering the video that they're... Uh... So just to set the tone, uh, the Telegram group for RDA was alight yes last night, uh, yesterday off, afternoon, uh, with everyone just sharing this same video, um, which was the absolute classic. You know, if if bread tube is all about you know soft purple lighting and you know like uh, elaborate sets and costume design, then Chud tube, <laughs> Chud tube is all about filming with the inward-facing camera while you're driving down the highway. The uh, the Gary Ablett Senior Special, I believe, <laughs> who um has underrated for his uh his minor role he's played so far in uh in 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 crank content uh over over the pandemic. Mate, when you and I are done with this, you know his place will truly be recognised. Not only in football, but we just need a we need to go. I was right off this, mate. Let's go um, in true Gary Ablett senior, senior fashion. We have to go um, rent out a dodgy motel room with uh, uh, bringing a, a teenage girl and just like a fuck, just too much smack for the body to handle, basically. <laughs> uh, it's good. Gary Ablett, Peter, and uh, Gary, what have you been up to in your retirement? Oh, look, Gachi, uh, it's uh, just good to uh, look forward to retirement. Look forward to uh, doing a bit of pig shooting with Winter Boys, uh, and uh, therefore we'll be chasing the pigskin in another form. And what about the game today? Oh, look, uh, it should be a uh, rip snorter. So, so from the um the Gary Ablett Senior School of uh, uh, Cinematography, we have um and also probably the Gary Ablett Senior School of um of, of religion and of uh, uh and of, of spirituality. Um, we we've had uh this release. I've not seen it yet. We might you might have to pull it yeah, up. Yeah, I think we this, might just uh, have to watch it. I reckon. Yeah. At this point, get the know. vibe. Hey guys. Hope you had a great day. It's Friday, so Friday's always a good day. I said to myself, you know what, Craig? I'm busting myself trying to lift you up. I've let the Australian people down the wrong track and it's my fucking fault. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. I pushed the agenda. I gave it all. I pushed the UAP like nobody else. Now, this is what I believe their plan is. Boom, 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 boom. Clive Palmer and Craig Kelly do not want to win the election. They want to get enough votes to tell the Liberals 
that you can have our votes on one condition. Give me more land so I can mine. Well, we better give our um, votes to the closest political party that has a, the, policy, the closest policies to us and principles, and that's the Liberals. Sorry about that, guys. We really tried. So Clive gets more land. So now I tell you exactly what they're going to do. They're going to come out and tell you that I left them because they refused to pay me. To a degree, that's true. They're going to come after me now. And I don't give a shit. That's the truth. Craig Kelly, you broke my heart. Even a snake handler gets bitten by a snake sometimes, don't you think? Get every single political party out. Vote Ricardo Bozzi. While one politician that tells you he's going to help you be free eats caviar and lobster, Ricardo Bozzi's gone from eating caviar to eating rice and onions. So who would you rather be with in the trenches? Somebody who's dodged bu bullets for a living? Or somebody that's told you that he's dodged bullets for a living? God bless you all. God bless Australia. So that was, uh, that was something, mate. Um, that was truly something. It's got, it's got everything there. It's got the way you finish off with God bless, God bless Australia. You've got that real weird religious element that we're really yeah. starting to really just see crop up everywhere. Didn't pop up at any point during the 20 minutes of the video until the sign off, which was kind of weird. It was just like, a, you know, it's again, it's again, this, um, I would just come out and say it straight away. Like the social base of fascism kind of thing. You've got this, you know, some people get weirdly angry because they're trying to hide where they're coming from where their allegiances are when you try and talk about these people is like very well off like middle classes you know like small business owning class petty bourgeois and they go oh you're you're just missing out on this true legitimate anger of working australians and stuff he is yeah. a fucking as he said he's a millionaire he uh and then he's talking himself down again this this um like, I'm using this without any moral judgment terms. It just kind of is, like, the social base of, of fascism. It's, like, people who, like, uh, despise both the classes below and above them and think yeah. that they are the born to rule, like, true... Uh, they hold the mantle of responsibility for, for leading the nation because they're not so corrupted as, as the billionaires and the fat cats above them and they're not so fucking... Decrepit um, and Degenerate, just degenerate. As, as the lower the lower working classes who they believe that they are much more ascendant from as they they see themselves again like these are like a lot of them fucking failed business owners you've got romeo there you've got fucking craig kelly you've got oh, pauline yep. hansen oh. you've got fraser anning just absolute shit kickers oh absolutely businessman absolutely just like you you could you could make a fucking like kind of fair hall of fame of oh, just like mate. yeah a, a, in, incredible incredible there needs to be a current fair hall of fame it does need to be a current of just like you know you get your gold jacket yeah, that's, that's it. That's absolutely it. And then just, just watching the gears churn in his head, just see it absolutely click for him in the end, being like, fuck, I got played. And being like, oh, Clive wants, he wants more land for mining. And then seeing it click, they're like, oh, he just wants to shift votes. He's not interested in winning any um, electorates. He's interested in shifting votes from um, independent protest votes to the Liberal Party. 100%. In exchange for... Mining land and and and, and land. the 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 the, uh, the quid pro quo of uh, of of and he even was honest enough in the end to say that like yeah the the policies of the of the incumbent major parties that align most with like where what we want again it, it, this is like this is like the reactionary 
um, reaction, not to be too redundant, of, of this, like, not, like, liberal base space, but, like, under the broad church, you know, how is broad church? Like, a, a significant faction um, who are ready to just, like, lash out at any, any point to, like, get what they think they deserve from the party, which at this point means, like, trying to discipline the Liberal Party by, by voting for the UAP, and then, and then Clive is trying to sheepdog that vote back into the Liberal Party in, in exchange in, to, to curry favour from the Liberal, to let them know who is fucking boss, basically. Exactly. I mean, like, this is... I mean, that video that we just watched was essentially, like, Chud YouTube version of how a bill becomes law. <laughs> that's it <laughs> it really was it was like you could as you said you could see the gears turning mm. as he started to realize the role that they were playing in the great political and machine. so incredibly lucid and you see this like this one thing that they can't ever let go is that like they're just ready to fucking burn the house down when they don't get oh. what they want so obviously that we see that plays out with like the liberal party and their association associations the liberal party but we're seeing it now with their associations the uap and Romeo is ready to come out and just fucking like. Oh, he's ready. But burn it, burn it all down. If fucking Clive and Craig aren't going to like accede to his personal demands and stuff. And again, this entire thing of like, I don't know, every man in Ireland, like every like every man is on God kind of thing. Just like he, it, Romeo, truly, 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 in his heart believes that he just has the fucking. He should be like supreme leader of Australia. Hundred percent. He as, has the right to rule. As as do every single individual do in inside the like this this weird movement and they kind of like coalesce because if there's enough like um shared uh ideology that that it's okay but realistically they all believe that that they are like the the pure unadulterated geniuses who should be like yeah supreme dictator of australia which is why they see things of like any sort of like public democracy rule as like infringements and dictatorship against them exactly. that's where they are coming from precisely because as you said before they see everyone above them and everyone below them, basically everyone that isn't them, Absolutely. to be completely incapable of making any of these decisions. And anything that comes from those masses is automatic, you know, entirely fucking um, moot by virtue of coming through a democratic system. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Which is why it's like, uh, we are living in just like the most perfect, like, conservative postmodern world in that like yeah that the fact that like these movements are called reignite democracy and stuff and you know we've gone and gone on this little trawl through like um uh, sky news comments and stuff where they they put out like the the, the polls come out in favor of of dan andrews by a long margin talking about see this is the problem with democracy and <laughs> and it's mental it's it's absolutely fucking absurd because this is because these people understand democracy as things that benefit me 100 percent of the time all the time yeah. there is no there is no sense of like there's no theory of mind with these people that other people could have conceptions of of how society should be organized and run outside of what they think benefits them at every single instant in time if a policy doesn't directly lead to their betterment then it is a fucking fraught policy to begin with absolutely they have health care then what do they fucking care about in addition of dental to medicare absolutely it's and it's this it is this petty bourgeois psychotic attitude to just everything in that like they they see themselves as like downtrodden and battlers you know yeah, how right. is battlers and stuff even as they like he fucking spruiked his net worth of one million dollars and uh jake i think you pulled up his uh his little homepage for a second there i think there's I some, did. some good content there so oh uh, romeo george i mean hey mate anybody that's got fifty thousand followers on instagram and hasn't figured out how to turn that into some kind of living and and again that's instagram is such another 
great microcosm of this all because it's it, this content creation um hustler influencer culture where like again back to the like the mlm everyone just trying to get subscribers trying to scrape a bit more um everyone's trying to be another fucking middleman just, just scrape a yep. bit more scrape add to a bit the bottom more, of your trapezoid that, exactly get get their cup and he's like he doesn't seem as uh, maybe commercially successful as our mate patty uh, oh, pa- pa- pasquale. Oh, sorry no sorry um is it, is it pat yeah it is. no, no uh, pat Mercedes. So Pasquale, Pasquale, yeah, Pat Pasquale. <laughs> Sorry, getting really into the, into the alliteration there, but um, I can't wait for that. Oh my god, man! Speaking of just right wing Telegram yeah. chats, there are. I found this one called RDA Chat, which is so. There's the RDA mm-hmm. Telegram channel, the official one. So that's where they will post. They are the only ones with the authority, essentially, to post directly into the channel, and mm-hmm. then everyone else comments on the thread started yep. by that post. Incredible. So everything is essentially moderated through what RDA want to go. Freedom of speech, mate. Freedom exactly. Speech. Precisely. It's freedom of what we want you to say. Absolutely. Um, but then there is this other channel called RDA Chat, which is just a free-for-all. You know, it is just whatever the fuck you want to throw in there, you can throw in there. and. Uh, would it shock you to know that a lot of the memes about Dan Andrews are intensely homophobic? It would not shock me in the slightest bit of say, man. Did no. you see there was, um, ah, there was a fucking, I love these people so fucking much. They are so dear to my heart. Um, there, there was a little clip that popped up on, on Twitter this week of, um, Dan with his back turned to the cameras at a press conference and came back just having a little sniff, you know, and, and the, the chat was, he was just, he's just doing fucking lines live on TV. He's, <laughs> He's dabbing on us, basically. He, 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 as he murders Victorians, he's, he's having <laughs> lines of coke at his press conferences. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, way to make the bloke look fucking like a sick cunt, hey? I know, right? Like, this is the problem with the Chuds, is that every time they try to paint him as being this, like, you know, fucking this sicko, all it does is just strengthen his base. And it's, 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 again, so weird because it feels so artificial and so imposed, this, this weird cultural American-style evangelism. And um, we're, we're seeing this, like, yeah, this, like, weird, mildly satanic panic. Again, like, we get into this in more detail in episodes to come, but, like, the Great Awakening, the, uh, the QAnon belief of, like, this, like, awakening to, like, you know, the satanic pedophile cabal. Like, it kind of did happen in a sense, and not in the sense of, like, the majority of people... Well, we'll see. But it happened in the sense that, like, people who just uh, have been drawn to that part of politics are now soaking in all this psychotic religious shit in a place that is extremely irreligious, like Australia. Yeah. Um, And it's been mental to see how it just kind of, like, it's just so syncretic and so um, idiosyncratic and just, like, cobbled together. And all, all... all the signs and signifiers are taken again from this like American Pentecostalism and evangelism in a country without a strong tradition of like that Australia. But all the iconography and all mm-hmm. the all the language, absolutely, it's completely um, uh, it, mirror image. It's it's absolutely insane to watch. It's insanely that way, you know. Like it's all couched in those same terms it's it's all book of revelations bullshit 100 percent, 100 fucking percent and it's like and i mean and that's kind of you know the the beauty of of the bible and the beauty of kind of religion in that sense is that it is made to appeal to a grand you know massive people so it is kind of a 
you know, you, there is a way that you can kind of strip out some of the identifying language of it and just have it be towards whatever your ends are. So and it's like pure evangelicism. It's the second coming. It is this kind of like judgment day is upon us. You can very easily just take those references to Christian iconography out and flip it towards a new world order, implementing these things that are going to bring about yes. the downfall of yes. humanity. And we cannot really overemphasize, because I feel like I'm really hammering this in, but it cannot be overemphasized how purely American this all is. Um, Insanely American. Like, and, and not like just a recent like, media age televangelist thing, but like going back like, further through, like, basically from what was founded from like, Puritans, the biggest freaks, that were just like exiled from England yeah. and stuff. Like we don't want you here anymore. No. Um, um, but th- but then through on and, and and then it's also not entirely like religious either. It's also with the development of America as a nation, the development of capitalism, um, uh, parallel with like slavery in America oh, yes. as well. Um, the, the specific material conditions that produce the fucking current modern day American nation um, have have produced a religious ideology that again. Uh, is just so you go from this communist religion of of Jesus Christ to this purely libertarian, yep. purely individual, purely liberal, um, every man for himself. Um, yeah, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Absolutely, absolutely. Sow a seed. Yeah, Jesus Christ is the world's first fucking entrepreneur or something. Oh, kind of absolutely, it's mate. absolutely batshit. The, the the words talked about, and I think even being distant here in Australia, we've grown up knowing our whole lives how little sense that makes yeah. from just like. From just like a textual doctrine status to like what people go out and just fucking say in public or say in paid speeches or on TV, it it just makes no sense. It's completely dissociated from like again the doctrine from from the religion from the spiritual elements. But now we've we we've kind of completed the circle in that in a very secular country like Australia, we now have this pure secular religiosity where we have like imbibed all the entire like American ideology and the American spiritual terms completely divorced from any roots in, in, in pure Christianity or, or pure spirituality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just like... It's now just mm. become reactionary language. A- a- absolutely. And, and I, I do, ag- like, it's hard to say agree, but, like, I do watch him speak, especially at the start of that video when he talks about, like, this cause. And it's interesting that we can really reframe these in, like, religious terms or in, like, holy war kind of terms. Like, there is a weird kind of jihad going on here with like, <laughs> of, again, this like uh, social base of fascism class that like really, really, really are like at, at the throat feeling like this is their, this is their revolutionary moment that they can really like yeah. take full control and, and, and dictate terms of, of, of the world from now kind of thing. And of course, they're always like um, fall and be squashed by like greater forces of just like, um, yeah, uh, of like global capitalism and, and everything in general. But like, they are very like useful now at you keep on giving me the hold up you know what this should make your mind up cuz when we get in on it so so you used to be my romeo cuz you seem like i have had enough of keeping quiet about all this So, today is the 5th of December. Bit of just date the episode. Which is just important considering that the 4th of December was a very important day. Yeah. Around the world. Yeah. Yeah. SOS from Australia. 
That's it. Um, please free us, President Xi. Is that what we're saying? We're, we're, yeah, is that that's that's it, right? Um, oh, thank you, Mister Xi. My laundry is done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, yeah, sorry. Um, we're here from the occupied states of the Federation of Australia. Um, and uh, oh, yeah, exactly. We, we need to be liberated. We do need to be liberated. From, uh, coronavirus tyranny and. Reignite Democracy Australia has put the call out. It's thrown up the bat signal. I tell you what, mate. Um, we were in um Melbourne, uh, we from were. the um uh, the uh, Soviet Republic of Victoria mm-hmm. uh, last week. Got to we say, were. um, not too many restrictions. In fact, l- less restrictions than in um our COVID-free, well, until recently, until uh, state recently. of uh, state of South Australia. Yeah, right. Like you get back, and it was so it was such a culture shock to have to put masks back on. Absolutely, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what the fuck? I was expecting. Hey, I I think I bought the hype. I drank the bathwater. I um I got high on the uh on the um Craig Kelly supply. Um, <laughs> I I was re- ready there for you know um. Papers, please, and all, all the rest of it. And we, I felt like we were the odd ones out, like being diligent with the mask wearing most of the time. And it, look, yeah. maybe they got fucking COVID fatigue and the rest of it and stuff. And oh, like, fucking but um, it, I, I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't get to feel that, um, that, that repression that I'm sure Victorians have been feeling for a very long time. Yeah, I know. It was kind of one of those things of like, you know, when you, um, uh, you know, like I've never fucking left this, the country, but I imagine it's what it's like when you go to a, you know, you make all the effort to go to some small European city and then, you know, the gallery's closed. Oh yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, and you're like, mate, I- we've fucking come all this way. I'm expecting, you know, unstocked shelves. I'm expecting, yeah, it's papers, like when, please. Yeah, it's like when private school girls go to like Africa for volunteerism. Like you want to, <laughs> you want to be seeing some fucking Joseph Coney shit. Otherwise you'll get your money back. Right. Like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I want to personally save children from being child soldiers. Absolutely. I want to build the shittest fucking mud hut imaginable <laughs> at the expense of like the local community building yeah. strong, uh, uh, you know, keeping money in the economy and and um, and um, building structurally sound. Uh, that uh, what's the word? I think the second um, buildings. Um, back well, to back to missionaries. Back to missionaries. Yeah. So uh, you know. On behalf of the the uh, fascist state of Australia, that's it, mate. Um, they Monica Smith and uh, Reignite Democracy have thrown up that they, they threw up the bat signal for the fourth of December. They pinpointed this day as their SOS um, from Australia. So it started with just a video. You know, it was um, absolutely one of the better production quality videos that I've watched. Yeah. Um, Really, they run really, a fucking slick operation. They say, really do. And I mean, this one had like all the intercuts of, you know, uh, like literally intercuts of, you know, news anchors saying new world order and all these kinds of things. Like yeah, really yeah. just hammering that. Bit fucking... of George H.W. there. He, oh. he, I think he really brought new world order into the lexicon. I don't know. There wasn't any George H. Dub in the actual... Bit, bit old, bit Yeah, exactly. I mean, rip to a king. Yeah. Watch Zeitgeist. Um, watch Zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so, you know, uh, the, the video called for a worldwide protest, excluding Australia, um, outside the Australian embassies around the world at 12pm mm. on the 4th of December. 
It's very interesting that they specifically wanted to keep this away from Australia. It's like mm. that they're worried about an election coming in the next few months and don't want to seem like fucking dyed-in-the-wool psychos that <laughs> will put off everyone who's living here and uses their own five senses to like be like, what the fuck are you talking about, guns? <laughs> it seems like it's very much a uh, propaganda project for those living outside of the nation who... It would appear to, that yeah, way. Yeah, it would... Almost be like those SOS Cuba and SOS Venezuela kind of, um, uh, yeah. It does have that vibe. And I mean, they literally use SOS from Australia. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So today, today was the day. That's well, it. I mean, you know, today's the fifth, but around the world, around the rest of the world, today was the day. Remember, remember the 5th of December. Exactly. The gunpowder, the gunpowder treason and flaunting code well you did rules. say you did say that london um shock fucking horror here had like one of the biggest ones yeah but... no london had a pretty severe turnout so yeah a few fucking guy forks masks oh, in around there i would imagine god i didn't see any in the images that were flying around the telegram group but fuck me i would not be surprised if there were <laughs> there were some very slick photoshops from the london one of uh dictator dan wearing a full ss get up it's so. Um, oh, it was on. a really good quality Photoshop, like you know, game respect game. That is so fucking funny. That just like Australian municipal fucking politics, like fucking <laughs> state premiers from fucking Australia. I think it's fucking. I I think the real tyranny is that I have to know the name of any other fucking state premier apart from fucking Stephen Marshall. The <laughs> fact that I've got to know the name of any state premier that is not the SA state premier. That is, that is, that is the real oppression. Exactly. That, 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 is, that is the real fucking tyranny. I know. Um, fucking, and for a period in time there, we all had to learn how to pronounce Berejiklian. I know. That, that was... Oh, and fucking... Don't just get me started on fucking Palaszczuk, mate. Oh, my God. That's it. Fucking Ben Garrison do a, do a cartoon oh of fucking Anastasia Palaszczuk, which is so funny to think about, because who else was in that one? Because it was... It was, it was Dan. ...Scomo and Dan and Palaszczuk, and I Palaszczuk, I think, yeah. Which is so funny, because, like, that was, like, when... Like, Berejiklian was right there. Like, it's weird to draw Anastasia into it. Like, and if you wanted to, and I, I assume it's just because it was like a Labour, so like, you know, quote unquote yeah. left government, even though it's fucking Queensland Labour. But like, if you want to go after like a Labour government, like fucking Mark McGowan's right there, you know, like. I mean, the dude literally just like fucking. Drew, drew Vorporn uh, <laughs> this week, so. Oh my God, he did. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> One of the absolute greatest contributions to the internet this year. Uh, mate, uh, just. <laughs> and just in case you were wondering, the uh, kangaroo has an Australia shaped head. Just so you don't forget where Just, it's from. Exactly. And uh, Uluru has uh, a, a big fucking needle <laughs> into the top of it. So, um, Ben Garrison tasteful. is very much concerned about the rates of substance abuse in APY. Ben, ben Garrison absolutely calls Uluru Airs Rock as well. So, oh, um, my God. Straight up now. He probably calls it Gary Airs Rock. <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny, mate. <laughs> Oh Christ! This has oh. been—it's like the second time we've uh, referenced at Gary Ayres, so that's uh, oh mate. I mean, <laughs> you know, he—we we know where the real centres of power lie in Australia. <laughs> so Port Melbourne, we're coming for you. <laughs> um, so Monica, very very earnest, earnest woman. Um, do you—you've got some got the goss on Monica, don't you? I do have a little bit of goss on Monica. Um, I do. Yes. So. Do we want to do a little bit on Monica first or on the day that was? Because I also do have a little bit on some of the results of this SOS from Australia. Let's hear the results. Let's hear, Let's the, hear results. the results. All right. Absolutely. So, yeah, just rolling through the Telegram channels again, you know, just good quality content in there. Um, yeah, so we had a protest outside the Australian consulate in Finland. 
Um, so there was a, a live stream um, on a website called... Um, it's in Finnish right now, so I can't it's read It's all in shit. Finnish. It's called Token Tube. <laughs> That's very <fucking laughs> So exciting. I'm not sure. Um, I was it's using a crypto it. website. It is a crypto website. I mean, I was using my ExpressVPN while I was... Uh, Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, they had a pretty solid turnout, you know, like the Australian consulates on the corner of, you know, two busy streets and the whole fucking facade on both sides was yeah. swamped with people. So, you know, yeah, Jesus. I mean, I would have estimated that there was a hundred plus people at this Finnish turnout. Finland, I mean... It was a country I was like not obsessed with, but like had an interest in back in the day. It's like, oh, that seemed like a cool country. Yeah, um, big but, architects in Helsinki fan. Uh, yeah, that's it, mate. That's it, mate. Very, very <laughs> good. Um, but a very uh low density nation, mm. uh, from my understanding, in terms of population. Oh yes, but I mean, judging by the turnout, it might be high density in the uh, cranium department. <laughs> that's good. That's good, mate. There's a. Uh, so yeah. we had uh, there were protests in Vienna as well, you know, and I mean that's one of my notes, my earliest notes on RDA is that this um, the the call to arms, the SOS Australia video from about a month or two ago yeah, had right. been translated into Polish and put onto their website, and I was like, yeah, I'm sure there's nothing wrong with that. Polish, um, uh, fa- fantastic politics in Poland. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in, 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 the, in the last, well, <laughs> well. We, we... <laughs> A cut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was uh you know, there was only one photo of just this bloke who had a gigantic fucking placard with like Dear Australia, we're with you. But it was, you know, it was like that, you know, the Simpsons thing where the bloke's like, you know, I'm sick of these questions about my giant hand, the first of which occurred in nineteen fifty seven <laughs> and it's like, you know. Um and the turnout in Vienna didn't seem that big. Um you know, but again, there was only really one photo. I didn't get a good a good vibe mm. of it, but it wasn't packed like the uh, like the Finland one was. Um, there were protests in London outside Australia House, and there was a pretty significant turnout. I would say that that was the number one turnout, just based on eyeballing from images. Which is like it doesn't like raise too many fucking alarm bells nah, to me, really, because exactly. it's like fucking number expats. one fucking Great Britain and number two oh, fucking God. psychotic Australians and whoever fucking else you know. Exactly, exactly. Um, there were approximately ten people out the front of the Australian Embassy in Houston, Texas. Approximately which, ten. You couldn't do a head count for I ten people. I couldn't quite do a head count. Um, I was actually Some being. By, I got mixed well, up. So look, I was extrapolating data. Yeah. Okay, I had a single image, and there were about seven people. And then I made the uh, allowance for maybe there are three people. Yeah, there was yeah, one yeah. person taking the photo. Yeah, that's it. And there may be two other people outside the frame. Mate, those those ten gallon hats are very obscuring <laughs> as well, you know. So like, uh, you've got to make allowances. You really do. Um, but absolutely, my favourite turnout was uh outside of the australian embassy in tel aviv oh mate fucking someone stopped the presses here right (laughs) although surprising it was like it might have even been a bigger turnout if fucking scotty the dog cunt didn't move the fucking uh embassy from tel aviv to jerusalem exactly uh, right imagine that fucking hell mate this could have been so Mm. much bigger scotty (laughs) um but yeah, I have a couple of notes on the back of this that I thought were pretty funny. Uh, first of all was uh, there was a, a very pasty white dude with red hair playing the didgeridoo out the front of the Tel Aviv embassy. <laughs> we we got to do something about gingers, really. South Park was right. Yeah, exactly. No soul. I've always said South Park was right. Yeah. And on every single instance, <laughs> in every single issue. 
again been on the south park there so it's been oh, great it stuff holds up you holds up and everything they've got to say about every single population of people it's correct yeah exactly right they don't miss they don't miss <laughs> but absolutely my favorite piece of uh you know uh, my favorite little nugget that came out of the images from Tel Aviv, and there were a couple of videos that were on the RDA telegram that I was looking at. And um, there was this one woman holding up a sign um, with RGB on it and a quote on there about fighting for what you believe in. Fucking fantastic. Sorry, and, uh, mate, where, where was this at? Sorry. This was outside the embassy in Tel Aviv. I beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, and I, I was a little bit struck by it, but then it kind of all made sense. I was like, you know, RGB, like, what would she strong approve Jewish of? Strong Jewish woman? Exactly, strong Jewish woman. And, you know, absolutely she would approve of a message promoting unnecessarily impactful deaths, right? <laughs> that's it, that's it. But that is, that's why it's so funny looking at the um, external response. And this is what the fascinating thing to me is, because you can't really, we've got our Australian psychos who like, yeah. and we... Every Australian knows which side you're on, basically, because mm. we, we live here. We have got our five senses that we, we see who is who. We understand the internal politics so well. But then it's, it's so fucking funny sometimes seeing oh like my blokes God, like fucking right? Russell Brand thinking that they're, they're like <laughs> on the side of like some kind of left-wing populism being like, let's look at Australia right now. It's, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's fucking fantastic. It fucking is. It's uh, like... Russell, have you come on the pod? Oh, please do. Please do. We need to watch that fucking video. Absolutely. Whatever that thing is, we need to watch it. Um, yeah, so I think that about does it for SOS from Australia. It was... I got to say that I was unfortunately um, surprised by the strength of some of the turnouts. I was kind of expecting, or maybe not expecting, but just really hoping for this kind of like you know, absolute shit the bed moment where there are three people and two of them are related to Monica that have turned <laughs> out overseas. So you, know? you, reckon, you reckon, is there enough there though? Because we have to like put it out there that the Melbourne protests have been big protests. They've been big protests. They have protests. not been as big as they've been pumped up by like the pumpers of the protests, but they have been in the thousands of people. Um, Comfortably on, in the On thousands. occasions, we could say 10,000 plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... You're, you're not saying that anything here is really approaching even like a thousand people, right? No, no. I'd say that there was maybe, you know, 500 plus um, around London. And yep. again, as we've said, this is just fucking, mm. you know, these are expats and people that by choice live in fucking the UK. Mm. So it's like they've already yep. got rocks for brains. And 500 people, it's, it's a decent, it, it, especially when you're there on the ground, it looks pretty decent. Yep. I mean, you won't have these like helicopter shots like you can actually get in Melbourne where you have like streets thronged with people. 100%. But you will have 500 people outside of, uh, of an embassy. That is a pretty big turnout. I think as well what this made me think today was just that, you know, like inside of our own little Australia bubble, this is kind of like, you know, this was presented as the first opportunity, and I'm not sure if maybe RDA knew this and seized upon it, but, you know, potentially the first opportunity for so many of these chuds in different countries that, you know, consume right-wing media. And I mean, like, not even standard right-wing media, even shit like Joe Rogan, where yeah, they've exactly. been hearing about this, you know, absolutely fucking, you know, fascist state going on in Australia, these exactly. mandates, these lockdowns. Exactly. and finally they've been presented with an opportunity to directly show their 
disapproval for these things going on in Australia. Exactly. And so I think that was kind of potentially what it really made me twinge to today is that there has been a, a pretty big international, you know, kind of spotlight put on Australia by the right wing. But is it, there's probably enough to then, again, AstroTurf, a little bit of response. Yes. Being like, look, look at these responses around the world and stuff. Absolutely. But, but so, and have you seen the images and they're, they're big enough to like get a bit of mileage out of or? Um, oh God, I don't know if they're big enough to get a bit of mileage out of. I don't know if it's like, I'm surprised because again, I thought there was just going to be like, everything was going to look like the front of the uh, mm. embassy in Houston, Texas. And it's almost like it's almost like the reverse of what we've been talking about so far, what I've been really big on, which is like the usage of Australia as a disciplinary function for like especially US media being like, yeah. let's not be Australia, you know, Donald yeah. Trump Jr. talking about like, don't Australia my America and stuff. And Australia yes. is this example to discipline people in other countries. Yeah. We've got no fucking clue what's going on here, basically. No. To be like, you don't want to be like this, right? But this is almost like the reverse where it's like Australians trying to show like, look how people on the outside uh about our plight and how bad we've got it here yeah. and stuff and like i don't reckon 500 people at the front of london embassy is gonna push the needle I, I, yeah at all. I, absolutely I, I, not. that's it so and that makes me wonder because this is a different sort of politics that rda is trying to push it's, it's more about that that spectacle right it's about yes. the theatrics mm-hmm. it's not about i don't think they've got any demands for like what we're going to fucking get out of these protests. It's just about getting, it's getting that money shot right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's all about being able to throw onto your website a series of images of, you know, throngs of people gathered out the front of different embassies and point to the fact that, hey, we did this. Exactly. And it's hard to see it as a success. I mean, I mean, they did enough to get, Again, hundreds of people out in a few different cities in the world, but yep. it's hard to see this as a success. Absolutely. And I think, again, sometimes, is this almost good for us? Is this almost like our enemies doing our propaganda for us? Because I think about what we've got happening at the post and we see the SOS Cuba protests from a few <laughs> months back and stuff. Oh my God. Talk about numbers, fucking astroturfing. Yeah. And then when you see something like SOS Australia, where we can have, we understand the internal dynamics of our own nation, of our own country, of our own politics, and we see like how fucking like, that shit and also just like limp dick it is yeah. um th- i think it could almost be like a, a a thing we can use to turn people who again using their own five cents go like what are you cunts talking about be like oh when you see things in like um english speaking western media about places like cuba and stuff and you see this sos cuba stuff does it make you then second guess like ah oh, if people can like just fucking make up shit about australia what would they make up about a country like Cuba and stuff? Yeah, and I think, again, it could, it could be like a kind of like a, that, you know, reverse played down. Like, you know, people always talk about how they're so skeptical of the media, media all the time. And everyone, everyone says that, but everyone's got their own priors. They come with what they already yeah. think about the world. And, you know, I, I, I wonder if this could be like a learning opportunity for people in Australia to be like, ah, oh, people are so willing to believe this fucking batch of stuff about Australia. What batch itself are we willing to believe about, about countries? Every other country. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a great chat a, about uh, Reignite Democracy and the SOS Australia protest. But I really, really, really want to get into that uh, Monica Smith fraud. Sounds like a... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you better believe that, uh, you know, she's become a bit of a pet project of mine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 
Well, it sounds like she's um uh definitely been 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 groomed would be a verb I could use about uh about her or maybe oh, she more of a groomer or a groomee. Um, I would say a groomee. I, I feel... think again with the with that MLM structural analysis of everything, again she's just another middleman or middlewoman rather. One hundred percent, she's just been used, and I mean like we come, I come back to. In my notes here, I have this media release from the United Australia Party from the 13th of October mm. announcing a partnership between the UAP and RDA. You know, you know, UAP, quote, seeking to run candidates in all 151 lower house divisions across the length and breadth of the nation, as well as all seats in the Senate. Um, and they now have the largest membership base of any political party in Australia with 70,000 members. And they're basing that off of the numbers that they've grabbed, including the members of RDA that they've and that is that absorbed. is that is classic uh, Hawthorne Jeff Kennett stuff. That is that is pet memberships, isn't it? Oh, for sure. That absolutely is absolutely uh, pet is, that, memberships. That is pet memberships. No, no lies detected. So no, I think it's fair to say that Monica Smith is just another middleman in the uh, MLM downstream. Both has been groomed and also grooms herself. Mm-hmm. Yep, to groom or not to groom or to be <laughs> groomed. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so, you know, Monica Smith, uh, who is the figurehead of the Reignite Democracy Australia. So does she she have a a backstory? Sorry, mate? Yeah, so um, from what I can, let me just consult my notes here. Your uh, your scrapbook. Yeah, so (laughs) as far as I can tell, she... um, it's it's really hard to to pinpoint her. I found her LinkedIn, and it sounded like she was working at just a consultancy firm, or like yep. a you know as like a consultant on a for a construction firm, or I don't even know. It was Fucking just... shock horror there, right? Yeah, in, no, in the consultancy exactly. business, in the consultancy world, precisely. Um, and then um, and this is what really got me interested was uh. Pretty much every article that I read about her described her as a reality TV wannabe. And th- that's what I can glean from her so far. It's someone who is obsessed with, fame doesn't seem like the right word, but like a media career, right? I think it's pretty fair to say a media career. Or an influencer career. Yeah, someone who's obsessed with a media career or, or an influencer career or someone who has a following of people who Precisely. Uh, consume the content. Oh, yeah, Suckling at teats you know oh exactly and monica wants nothing more than for people to suckle at her teeth um we can, that's a seal of approval thumbs up from the vibe <laughs> that as an endorsing that sentiment um <laughs> um so with this kind of thing of you know she's a reality tv wannabe turned anti-vaxxer and activist and this, this is this you know this similar and this same kind of like you know, sentence and this order of phrasing, this like a description of her appeared in almost every single article that I read. Yes. So I went to do a little bit of digging um, and I found her 2017 Survivor application video. Hi, my name is Monica Smith. I'm 28. I live in Pakenham, Victoria, and I design and sell houses for a living. I'm a typical sanguine. I don't hate being the center of attention. And I can laugh at my own expense, especially if there's a really good story that goes along with it. A a game-changing situation in my life was when I broke off my engagement one and a half years ago. Uh, It was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. So now looking back, I'm really glad I did it. 
So I have a few motivations for wanting to apply for Survivor. The self-satisfaction, just to get into the second round of casting and to get onto the show would make me feel so proud of myself for achieving that. I'm, uh, I've never been on reality TV, but I'm pretty sure, if, in fact, I, I think I can guarantee that you will not regret choosing me. I'll be an asset to the show, I'll be an asset to any team I'm on, and hopefully I'll be really entertaining to watch as well. So, um, the first thing that screams out to me yes. um, from that is Belle Gibson. Belle Gibson. Oh, fucking Belle and Gibson. Belle Gibson is going to be a recurring character on this show because she's not in the limelight right now and hasn't been for a few years. Um, but she really missed her moment. She came a bit too early because right now in the COVID uh, era of just fucking patch reality, she was made for this. Oh, exactly. And, and, and I look at Monica Smith and all I see as she speaks, the words scream at me is snake, 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 <laughs> snake. snake, fucking snake. Um, and so for the uninitiated, Belle Gibson, um, she was a kind of like a wellness influencer, right? Yes. She, um, she pretended to have cancer for years and years and years and had a history before that of posting on forums, you know, pretending to have like all these illnesses and stuff. Um, and she lied about having cancer for years and, and then lied also about curing her cancer with her diet and then yes. had like a hundreds of thousand dollars like lucrative media contract mm -hmm. to, to, um, up this app and this like um cookbook you know the the um it was a the wellness pantry or the, something like that um we can we can go back and, and look at this but um it all kind of came crumbling down around her and she was added as a fraud and stuff but she had absolutely um dangerously uh, uh put herself out there as someone who had cured cancer cancer a disease she had never had brain cancer she said she had cured her brain cancer with her her diet and then managed to secure a um a lucrative, you know, media slash like book deal out of that for her little influencer career. And she was early on this. This is like, this is like early micro influencer to like influencer thing. This is like, you know, this is before like, this is when like influencers were still like big names, you know, there was still like people with big connections and stuff. Yeah. And, and she was like what we would now recognize more as like a more kind of self-made kind of Ooh, yes. influencer entrepreneur absolutely and again and uh, and she she paved this way but also the, the flip side of that is that she doesn't get to reap the benefits of someone like monica smith and what we're seeing right now in this like weird entrepreneur influencer movement of just people again like everything is a fucking mlm we can just analyze our entire first world economy as mlm schemes schemes um bell gibson would be killing it right now if she wasn't oh my god but, but you know she, she was she was Cassandra, right? She was just too early. She was exactly. just too fucking early. Um, and Monica well, Smith, it's, snake. Sorry, it's funny that you say that Belle Gibson would have been perfectly suited for right now because just in finding out, and it's the whole pantry was the name of. So the whole pantry, the whole was pantry. the name of her app. But just in briefly squeezing through a Wikipedia page, I found this quote here. It says. Uh, <laughs> Gibson claimed to have suffered from malignant brain, blood, spleen, uterine, liver, and kidney cancers, which she attributed to a reaction to the Gardasil cervical cancer vaccine. Fantastic. Yes, I'd forgotten. So I was so deep in this, like in 2015, <laughs> 2016, I've forgotten so much of it. Yes. And you have to... You have to respect it at some level. Just like there is nothing you won't say. Like, oh my there was God, right? six or seven different cancers there. She said oh. she got from like... And Gardasil. And Gardasil, that was, you know, we talk about anti-vax as this kind of new phenomenon. But, like, 
obviously everyone is very familiar or most people are very familiar with like MMR and Andrew Wakefield and, and that's up yep. there. But, but in Australia specifically, Gardasil and cervical cancer vaccine uh, given, given to like, you know, teenagers, teenage girls in, in high school and stuff. Um, well, that was a moment. That was a moment. And that's been memory hold, but that was a moment. That was a big moment. Yep. Oh, Gardasil. Mm. Fucking unlock some memories there. And yeah, absolutely. Belle Gibson will be a recurring character because she is... Uh, it's too much to say Rosetta Stone, but like <laughs> there, there is there are a lot of avenues run oh through God, through yes. that kind of personality, and that just as as a case study explains so much of what we're just looking at yeah. in the moment. No, no, precisely. So yeah, getting back to Monica. Um, so for mine, the biggest thing that jumped out at me from that video was just when she said the hardest thing she ever faced in her life was dumping her fiance. So <laughs> just fucking funny. A bit fucking and again. Funny. I, I was thinking snake before that, but like, if you need any more fucking proof, yeah. like anything, anything, anything for a media career. Oh, literally. So you say that, right? So this was 2017. Okay. She reaches the second round of um, casting. Doesn't get, doesn't get lit, like greenlit for mm. it. So in 2018, she leaves her job. And this is a quote from her YouTube account uh she says she traveled forty thousand miles around north and central america to become a traveling independent journalist i've not read any of her any of her publications is there anything that i might be familiar with no so as far as i can tell that her independent journalism was essentially just a low budget humans of new york kind of thing she would just go about interviewing random ass people and be like tell me a story it is a you know humans of new um, york and uh, this is pretty funny, like, that in her kind of, like, mission statement around this time, she talked about how, like, you know, the mainstream media just doesn't cover enough positivity. And that's what, <laughs> that's the niche that she was hoping to fill. Fucking which... toxic positivity. It just fucking pops up everywhere, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Um, I also just thought this was a bit funny that, like, uh, around this time, her Gmail for this endeavor was... Um, Live with purpose at gmail.com. Live with purpose. Live See, she needs, purpose. To be, she needs her name to be Olivia for that to work, right? Exactly. No, that would have been perfect. She needs, she needs some, some sort of plain words or portmanteau somewhere. <laughs> so this kind of leads us to, to Monica Smith, you know, like the Monica Smith we know and love. The today. woman, the myth, the legend. The woman, the myth, the legend. So. From what I can tell, looking at her YouTube channel, she started to put out these videos in early 2020 that were like the positive sides of COVID, you know, like the positive stories about COVID. And it would be like talking mm. to, you know, interviews with families about how they've come together in difficult circumstances. And like, you know, she was still very much trying to pitch this, you know, this positive side of journalism. Yeah, you yeah. Know, humans of New York style. Everyone's got a story. Human to interest. Tell. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. It's fluff pieces. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Real like um, and that is a dated model. That's like the very like um, not BuzzFeed, but the um, uh, what was Clickhole modeled on? Um, uh, Upworthy. Upworthy. It's that up Upworthy, which which died so quickly because no one. No one wants to hear positivity. <laughs> oh, fuck no. No, we want a doom scroll. That we do. And Monica quickly twinged to that. <laughs> yeah, well, she's, she is savvy to the consumer demand. We'll give her that for sure. Precisely. She is very savvy. Um, so, yeah, she just kind of, 
you know, popped a Yui a little bit in the way that <laughs> she fucking was presenting her, her media on her channel. Um, and then it became about, you know, like open, you know, there was some fucking uh, videos in there about how we've got to open churches and it's terrible that churches are forcing to be closed throughout these, you know, mandatory lockdown periods. Not heard anything about that at all, I've got to say, but Neither. I guess my finger's not on the pulse. No, and these were videos that were being published around early 2020, so when those yeah, first right. yeah, wave right. of restrictions lobbed in. Um, and, yeah, so it seems like during this period of time, she's shifted her focus from being very, very much, you know, trying to find these little human interest stories and realise that, the clicks are with uh, the clicks are with the uh, you gotta, countercultural kind of things. If you if you that, would go that's with that. a very polite way to put it. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go where the um where the clicks are. You gotta go where the clicks are. Follow the clicks, and this is exactly what our mon did. So she started reignite democracy Australia, which has been this kind of you know uh, very much at the forefront of the um scamdemic anti-vaccine, anti-mandate, anti-lockdown, you know, basically any kind of measures brought in specifically to counteract the pandemic they're against. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all of this kind of came to a head pretty recently um, when uh, Monica Smith was arrested. So she was arrested. arrested. She was arrested. So she was alleged to have encouraged people to attend illegal protests held in Melbourne on August 11 and 21st through the Telegram app. So they charged her with conspiracy to violate a public health order. Yep. By inciting people to meet, to perform these protests, she was directly going against the public health order handed down um, in the state of Victoria, and therefore she was charged on the back of that. Um, yeah, and, and this is where it gets pretty fucking, pretty good from, from our standpoint. Mate, lay it on me. Lay okay. it fucking on me. So, she has some pretty strict bail conditions imposed. She's barred from publishing anything that could incite further breaches of the health orders. She has a curfew thrown on her between 7pm and 6am, and she's forced to remove any material which incited opposition to the health order's directions within 48 hours. Very good. Well, exactly. very, very interesting. Very interesting. Exactly. And I mean, these are pretty strict bail conditions. They are. They are. Um, but, um, you know, friend of the show, Tom Tanuki, <laughs> um, uh, he, in an article that I was reading, went on to just say that, you know, yeah, these are pretty draconian bail impositions, but they're not at all... Um, they're not out of the ordinary for activists, you know, like yes. there are, there are lists and lists of left-wing activists yes. who have had the exact same conditions thrown on them yes. to release them from bail. Which has been, this is another angle we're going to cover throughout the, this show's run, which is like, it's interesting seeing, um, the lack of, without the history of left-wing organizational activism that is a current throughout the left, and you look at climate protests, you look at, um, anti-war protests, there is a sort of discipline or a sort of um, understood, um, you know where you stand in relation to, particularly as a left-wing protester, in relation to the police and the state and stuff. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's interesting seeing a lot of these right-wing protests 
being much more rowdy in the sense that they are, and they're kind of right. You've got to handle them that like they don't expect the police to be against them. They don't expect to to face consequences. They don't expect yep. to to feel the um the 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 strong arm of the law against them. Which is kind of why they kind of like probably you can imagine why they do feel indignant when they when that comes against them because. That is not what they're conditioned to expect at all. Absolutely not. There is, yeah. Again, back to OPSEC. There's, there's no idea of like the idea that, um, they could be oppressed or, 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 or feel, yeah, feel the state, the power of the state or the police against them, and that, that, that is a shock to them. Absolutely. And you see it in how they behave, and you see it in how they react to how they're then, um, the response. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, these bail orders are imposed on her, which, just as we said, strict bail conditions, but definitely not unheard of for activists. Yes, exactly. Um, so, she has gone on to refuse to sign the bail agreement. Essentially, what this means is that you don't agree to the conditions the court has set out for you in order to leave jail, so you stay in jail. Yep. So, by refusing to sign, she has decided to stay in jail. Immediately after this, the RDA has launched a campaign through their website um, to crowdfund the legal defense yes, okay. for their beloved leader, Monica Smith. <laughs> and I'm talking like immediately after she has made a big show of not signing this agreement, mm. they have mm. pumped out these mm. fucking, you know pumped out the all these links. Fucking... Oh, exactly. No, they're flying out there. Here's the, the link. email list that they've been cultivating. Oh, it's, uh, exactly. Sending out there, we red. need your help. Democracy is under attack and we That's need to it. reignite it. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Also a bit, bit sus is that all links on the website are now dead. There's no information on the final tally or disclosure slash transparency information indicating how it was spent. That is a little bit sus, mate, I've got to say. That's a little bit sus. A bit sus, but, you know, look, from what I was able to kind of, uh, you know, get a, get a read on, it seems like they were able to raise about 270k, which rounded mm-hmm. out to being about $50,000 for every day that she was in jail. Because Christ. it does bear saying that there was a, um, you know, her legal team did go back and the Supreme Court of Victoria decided to alleviate some of the stricter bail conditions. Yeah, right. Um, in particular was, um, what do we have on here? Some of these bail conditions, you know, there was the curfew. So the barring from publishing anything that could incite further breaches I think they managed to get that one peeled back just as being incredibly broad, you know, like what exactly you could mount an argument that it almost anything. Anything free speech, et cetera, et cetera. Precisely, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I believe her curfew conditions did manage to stay on in some capacity, maybe loosened either end, yep. but she yep. still was forced to take down previous things that had directly led to those protests or yep. that the court yep. had determined directly led to the protests. So all in this time, she's raised two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. So to, that's a lot of money, mate. So um, it's a lot of money. So I guess her legal fees must have been through the roof, hey? 
Uh, you'd think so. You would think so. You would think so. So, um, Papa Smith and Mama Smith got rolled out. Uh, they were doing some, you know... The crocodile tears the were flowing. The crocodile tears were flowing. Uh, they went on record as saying that Monica is the first political prisoner in Australian history. That's extremely funny to say. <laughs> that is <laughs> fucking so funny. Claim. That is fucking really good. That's fucking fantastic. They also went on to let Mate, it's Mabo. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. <laughs> They're the first... Well, I mean, look, they might have a point. She's the first political prisoner that they are directly related to and have knowledge of. That's it. Well, sole survivor, you know, so... Precisely. Um, but during this little video, they kind of let slip that... And, I mean, look, I'm not big on the optics. You'll have to help me out here. Uh, they let slip that uh, Monica's team, legal team, was working pro bono. Uh, sorry, Jake. Sorry, mate. You're the... Uh... You're the um, legal mind of this podcast. What does pro bono mean? It sounds very Latin. Um, pro bono means for free, essentially. Interesting. So not for 270k. So not for 270k, no. Yeah, okay. Um, this prompted... Uh, suspicion? Her, uh, suspicion, yes. But it, it prompted her partner, Morgan... Uh, another very prominent figure in RDA... To jump on the front foot and release a... Um, a uh, a video straight which, bat stuff. I'm, oh, I'm sure. Absolutely Prumpful, defense, straight, straight bat, bat stuff. Um, and this R- is the, the real uh, Rahul Dravid of uh, <laughs> of uh, <laughs> the Rahul Dravid of um, uh, fringe right wing politics. Yes, you know exactly. Um, so this forced old Morgan to jump on the front foot and release a video where he said, and I'm quoting from it here. Monica has an excellent legal team who offered their services pro bono for the services provided to date. But we are now asking for support from Australian people to help cover the cost of the coming fees and prepare us to face the fight ahead. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I then just w- went on, found this uh, article written by Tom Tanuki on uh, September 11th. Never forget. Never um, forget. And... Yeah, so, you know, he says here that her parents let loose, her team is working pro bono. Her partner then stated in a video released very shortly after that the legal fund was to pay people on the team who weren't working pro bono. And uh, I thought I'd just go with uh, Tom Tanuki's quote here. I think sums it up pretty perfectly. Uh, He says, quote, There are more people on the legal team who aren't working for free. Oh, cool. Are they the ones who will need a quarter of a million dollars to fight a regular incitement charge? (laughs) Oh, mate. Keep digging, keep digging. Dig up, stupid. Dig up, stupid. <laughs> and so that kind of brings us to the end of that little saga there. There has been nothing else that has come out today. She's been released on those uh, revised bail conditions. She hasn't reappeared on that charge. And there has been no more reporting on where this $270,000 has gone. And and I'll have to ask you where your finger on the pulse is for this, because I feel like you're a bit more... Um, uh, balls deep in, in what's been going on because I feel like from a I, I do feel like my wheelhouse is more the electoral broad sense whereas you're you're really covering the underground psychos and, and you, you know what you know what they're thinking you know what they're feeling I know my people you, you know your people you know your people and because with the election um, imminent now it just feels like things are petering out and, and again like it's almost the detachment from the the 
the political arena, from the um, yeah, the MLM stuff, from the uh, building a little influencer um, sphere of well, influence, I guess sphere yeah. of influence, a sphere of um, you 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 cultivate a following, and you mm. can you can um, uh, use that for your own ends, I guess. Absolutely, because um, I feel like this is going to amount. I feel like I feel it petering, petering out in a electoral sense, at least. Um, my feeling, cards on the table, every um, logical, rational, intellectual part of my body says that the libs are fucked, but everything about being an Australian, every emotional part of me. <laughs> yeah. So my, my head says libs are fucked, but my heart, everything about me says, I'm never in my life I'm going to see federal Labor win an election, ever. So No. Um, I mean, I saw that tweet a little while ago of, like, you know, someone throwing the fucking, you know being like oh you know you guys just need to shut up because you know we want to win and exactly. it's like the party that in my lifetime it's been like what 96 lost and 2000 yes. lost 2004 lost 2007 and, and i i just see i see hung parliament and i, I see lost. yes exactly and I, <laughs> I, 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 I see everything so far every poll every negative opinion piece everything negative about liberal as this reaction as this like this function of being like, no, we fucking hate you. We don't like you. But I do, there's still a part of me that feels like that when Australians get to the polls, the lizard brain part of them, the, oh. the, the, the most impulsive part of them goes, well, I'm going to preference liberals above labor. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and as, as much as I do believe that there's a real backlash against liberals right now, I still, and again, rationally, I do think that labor is going to win the legislation. I still do. Deep in my heart of hearts, think that like the fucking Pavlovian conditioning of Australians is going to kick in when they're stepping into the fucking polling booths and they do what they've always fucking done and go, yeah, I don't like the liberals, but I like them more than Labour. Oh look, man, I mean, but you you have to be more more generous to Labour in twenty nineteen than you can in this coming election. In that Labor, absolutely yes, and absolutely. and, and you, you kind of have to not blame on the election. You can't like blame election too much, right? But like. In the sense that, like, they, they, they put out their franking credits, they put out their negative gearing, they put out what they wanted to do, and, and Australians just said no. And yeah. that's, that's, that, that is on, like, the, just the fucking, again, the Australian lizard brain of, like, the idea of prosperity in the mindset of middle-class voting Australians of, like, well, don't, yeah, don't, don't take this from me kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with that being said, though, like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, if you had a 2019 do-over, why they didn't lean into Medi-Scare again is beyond me. I mean, this is a fucking, you know, the liberals are, uh, you know, the liberals stand for privatization of everything. And it's what you get when you concede the entire terrain to your opponent. 100%. When you you say, no, we, we can be... Even better, liberals than oh, what they do. Well, we can no, manage this economy better than the liberals and, and, can. And then you you alienate the people who you are supposed to stand for, 100%. and then the people who you're trying to appeal to go, "What the fuck? No, we 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 have a party that represents our interests already. No, we're not going to peel off and fucking vote for you." And you 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 again, all this talk about wedging. No, Labour wedges themselves. Yeah, they they have an interest. They have a a constituency that they are supposed to represent the interests of, and they completely com- uh, they continuously just um abandon it yeah 
No, exactly. And I mean, if Labour and Labour stands want to talk about wedging, I've got a fucking wedge for him, mate. That's it, mate. Fucking pitching wedge. Fucking exactly fr- from the fucking sand where the fucking Labour Party fucking lives most <laughs> yeah. of the fucking time, right? <laughs> get in the fair oh. with the rest of us. Yeah, fucking oath. Fucking oath. Get, get on the get on the green with the rest of us, right? There, there's something there. There's something there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Iggy's done, so uh, <laughs> yeah, so that might be the sign that it's time to pack up here. Uh, yeah, Fucking thanks for his trap by the sense of things. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for listening, and as always, we'll uh, we'll be back next time. You can listen to the vibe. We'll catch you next time. Oh, cheers. <laughs>